Welcome to Content and Conversations, the podcast for entrepreneurs and business owners that want to prioritize connection and relationship as the primary tool to drive sales. Content and Conversations are the two most powerful tools you have to attract the most amazing clients, build solid relationships, and sell more stuff. From sales, marketing, energy, and mindset, we'll discuss everything you need to hit your goals, make more money, and have more fun in your business. Let's go. All right. Hello, and welcome back to Content and Conversations Live. I missed you all last week. Last week was a holiday here in the States, but we did actually record a podcast for you. I want to dive into why your DMs aren't working. My little note card for those of you that are watching us live. This is one of the things that um, I like to take notes on note cards, and that's where I put stuff down. So today we're going to talk about, you know, hey, one of the biggest objections that we get as an agency, as a technology company that helps people get into more conversations on social media is, you know, Ryan, and I've tried that before and it didn't work, or I don't know what to say. Um, and a lot of those different types of questions. So what I want to do today is really dive into why is it not working? Um, I have six reasons down here um, that I have seen in the past from clients that we've worked with, people that we've talked to, um, just what I've seen in my own personal inbox. I'm going to break those six things apart for you as to why you perhaps are not getting the results. Because the truth of the matter is, and we have determined this before here on the show, that it works right? Outreach works. Relationships works. Conversations work, period. End of. No questions asked at 110% is a viable marketing strategy. And um, I believe that to be true at my core. We have proof of that over and over again. So I just want to kind of break apart. Okay. If I'm not getting the results that I want, what is wrong? Because it's not the strategy itself. It's typically something in the execution of the strategy. So ready? Let's dive in. The first one, most people's outreach is too long. It is way too long. You guys have all received that message in your DM inbox. And again, for those of you watching live, that's like, you have to scroll to read it. That's too much, right? That is way too much to ask somebody who doesn't know you, who is a stranger to read, right? So oftentimes I get this all the time and the messages in my inbox, there's just a lot of words. And if I don't know somebody and there's no like, no like and trust factor already established, there's no relationship already established. What's my motivation to read a really long message from that person? little none, right? There's no motivation to do that. So sometimes, you know, we want to give a lot of information and we want to create a lot of value. And we want to build a relationship and we want to not scare people off and we want to not be pitchy. And so we, we are trying to like get out in front of all of the objections that the person could have. And so then what we're doing is we're writing these really long, really wordy messages. I would suggest like, you know, 50 words, if you can come up with it, like just really short and to the point is going to get such a better response rate, such a better response rate than anything else. So if you are doing any, and this is cold outreach, warm outreach, anybody. So when I say cold outreach, let's also specify that. So when I say cold outreach, I'm talking like reaching out to somebody who you don't necessarily know. Maybe you found this person at a Facebook group on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on TikTok, wherever. And you're like, Hey, I want to start a conversation with this person. Warm outreach might be somebody who's commented on your stuff, liked your stuff, engaged in your social media content in some way. Um, maybe they're part of your ecosystem in some capacity, but either way, when you are reaching out to somebody that you do not have an established relationship with, we want to make sure that our messages are short, straight, short and sweet and to the point, right? Because remember attention spans, super short, right guys? Um, there's so much competition. People's inboxes are full. Our email inboxes are full. Our DM inboxes are full, right? So we want to be just really short and to the point. So that's the first reason. If you're not getting results, I want you to go back and look at how many words are in your messages. Are they way too long? Is there way too much information? And if it is, pair that back. And I think you're instantly going to see a higher response rate, right? Number two, is it relevant? Is it relevant? So this means, is your targeting right? Because the number of messages that I personally get in my inbox that are not for me, not for a person growing the type of business that I'm growing, not for a person with the size of business that I'm growing, um, they're just not relevant at all, right? So the other day I got an, a message over on LinkedIn 
from somebody that has some sort of like AI appointment setting service and she's in my inbox and I said, no, thank you. I'm not interested. And then she comes back again and she says, well, if you change your mind and I said, here's the deal, right? And you guys know me, I'm very direct. If you're going to do outreach on people's behalf and you didn't do enough out, like enough research on me to realize that I, I literally run an organization that does outreach. So I'm just going to assume when you're doing outreach for me, that you're not going to have that level of attention for me, which means I don't want you in my inbox, right? Like her message was not relevant. And then she continued to push and it was like, no, this is not what I want. So that's a really specific example, right? But, um, you know, is it relevant to the person? The number of people that ask me about coaching, I'm not a coach, right? The number of, you know, Hey, help me get to your first 10 K months. Like not my thing. So are, is your targeting correct? Is the message that you're sending, is it relevant to the person who is receiving it? Does this take more time? Yes. You know, what we really love about Connect Chat is it's a really fantastic tool, but there's not an abundance of automation because if you get too far into automation and you do too much automation, then your message can no longer be relevant, right? So we want to make sure that when you are reaching out to somebody that is extremely relevant and targeted to them, you only get one chance to make a first impression. And as soon as your message isn't relevant, um, the, the targeting is off, you've kind of lost credibility, right? For the, <laughs> the appointment setting agency reaching out to me about appointment setting, right? Like you've lost credibility because it shows me that you're not doing the research on me. And, and so therefore, are you going to do the research on behalf of me? So that's just one example, but really thinking through is the message that I'm sending this person relevant to them based on who they are, based on what I can tell about them online, right? So this isn't like, let's go do hours and hours of research. Like I'm not proposing that you do that, but from a quick, like 30 second look at my profiles, you can make a lot of, you can figure out who I am pretty specifically and send me a message that's pretty personalized without having to spend a lot of time. Um, and that's the case for most of the people you're going to be connecting with on social media. So if your DMs aren't working, if you're not getting the response that you want, one, is your message too long? And then two, is it relevant? Is your targeting on point? Are you saying the right things to the right people? The third thing um, that might be happening is that you are making assumptions, right? So again, assuming that people have a problem that you do not know if they have, right? So this is the worst. And again, in the appointment setting world where it's like, you know, we want to book you 50 plus appointments. Do I want 50 plus appointments? Like you're just assuming that I want 50 appointments. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. Maybe I don't do sales. Maybe I don't do sales calls. Maybe that's not my jam. Or, you know, I had somebody in my inbox the other day pitching me some weight loss, um, something or other. Like, are, did you, did you, are you calling me fat? Like, are you assuming that I need to lose weight? I don't know. But when we make assumptions about people, we instantly put them on the defensive. They instantly put them on the defensive because you've made an assumption about me. You don't know me. Right. And so that is an instant, again, loss of credibility and loss of opportunity to build a relationship. Because when we make assumptions about people, y'all heard that, right? What happens when you assume, right? You make an ass out of you and me. And that is typically what happens. So what we propose instead of making an assumption, assuming that you need or want my service, assuming that you have the problem that I solve, assuming that you want to talk to me, we like to give people permission. We like to ask, we like to provide insight. We like to connect in a meaningful way, right? So the way that we do that might say is like, hey, what we've been healing, hearing from agency owners is that with all the work that they have going on, taking the time to actually schedule sales calls is, is something that's, you know, a struggle from a, a time perspective. Is this something you're experiencing, right? So for my appointment center, friends out here who are listening right now, that's a really great script for you, right? Like, hey, this is what we've been hearing, or this is what we're seeing, or this is what people who fit your profile are telling us, you know, this is what we're, we're helping our clients with. Is this something you're experiencing? Have you seen this? Does this resonate? Does this make sense to you? Does this, you know, am I in the right? Are we playing the same game is essentially what you're asking here. But that question in and of itself is going to help you so much when it's going to help you not waste your time. Um, because if somebody asks me, is this relevant? Does you, do you need help? Whatever. And I can just say no and move on. Then you don't have to message somebody who is not a fit, who doesn't need it, who doesn't want it, who isn't going to engage with you in any way. So you could just 
save a lot of time and energy there. But then also, um, you know, you're able to actually get into better conversations like, hey, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. But is this going on for you is going to give that person an opportunity to say yes or no, to actively opt into the conversation. And when you have people who are actively opt into your conversations, you're going to get such a higher response rate. And the conversation is going to be so much more fruitful and relevant. Right. What I hear from a lot of people is they're like, well, I'm sending a lot of DMs and I'm even booking some calls, but they're not the right people. And then when I go through and look at what's being sent in their messages, I was like, yes, of course, because there's nothing in your messaging that actually calls out or speaks to the right person. So we want to make sure that, again, the message is relevant, but that we're not making assumptions and we're giving people an opportunity to opt in or opt out of the conversation based on that. Because again, your response rate is going to be higher. Your results are going to be better. You're going to waste way less time with unqualified buyers, which are all win, win, win when it comes to the DM game. So is your message too long? Is it relevant? Is your targeting on point? Are you making assumptions or are you asking for permission, providing insight, right? Asking for that buy-in. The fourth one is it's too much too fast. Right. We all have those messages in our inbox where people are asking us for way too much too fast. So this might be just straight pitching in the DMs, right? Asking somebody, do they want to buy something? And again, depending on what you sell, maybe that works for you. But you know, we want to we want to date before we get married, right? We want to build a little bit of relationship. We want to build a little bit of rapport. Um, but a lot of times people assume cold messaging or outreach is cold pitching people in the direct messages. And that's not it at all. Like it's not what we teach anyway. I'm sure there's people teaching that. What we teach is more about leveraging the direct messages as an opportunity to start a conversation and build a relationship. Because you know, there's two things I always say, nobody should ever be surprised to be in a sales conversation. So if we just hop into somebody's DMs and try to sell them something, they're surprised to be in a sales conversation. They didn't ask to be in a sales conversation. So I never want to sell to somebody who didn't ask to be sold to. And then two, again, there's just so many assumptions that are made when we just say, hey, buy my stuff. But even sometimes when people ask for a call, right? Like I had somebody reach out to me the other day and she's like, Hey, I just love to catch up with you. And I was like, but why, you know, and again, I'm, you guys know, I'm the queen of networking. I'm the queen of coffee chats. I love to talk to people, but I don't know you well enough. And if, if time and energy are two of my most valuable assets, why am I going to give it to you again? You've not made it relevant. You've not shown me that you know anything about me. You've done nothing to build rapport or build a relationship in any way. And I'm supposed to give you 30 minutes of my time. I mean, I can send you a bill for it if you'd like, but I'm not giving it to you until there's a reason for that, right? Until there is a little bit more rapport exchange happening there, I'm not just going to give you my time. And some people might, right? So I'm not, I'm not judging that at all, but like oftentimes we ask for too much too fast. We ask for people to give us 30 minutes of their time. We invite them to something without again, really gaining that permission. And again, loss of credibility, loss of trust, a lot of that will happen if you, if you jump the gun, right? So again, I love the dating scenario. If you were to go on, you know, a, a first date with somebody and they were like, so I think we should move in together tomorrow. You'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like we skipped a few steps. Like that's what so many people are doing in the DMs. And again, I think a lot of this is just because it's not, it's not taught well, but if we skip too many steps and we try to move too fast and we try to get too familiar too fast and we try to make some assumptions, we miss that relationship building, which is really, really important. Okay. So again, is our message too long? Is it relevant? Is our targeting on point? Are we making assumptions or are we providing insight and asking for permission? Are we living? Hannah says, buy me dinner first. Yes, please. Right. So too much too fast is absolutely positively a problem. So the fifth thing that is possibly happening, probably happening is the lack of certainty, right? The number of people in my DMS who use just really passive language, 
right? I don't want to bother you, but I'm sorry if, what are your thoughts on, what do you think? Like, no, nobody wants to buy from somebody who is not certain, who is not confident. Think about your buying habits. Think about buying decisions and how you make them. You make buying decisions based on the certainty that you're going to get the result that you want. So if you're going to apologize and then ask me for something, no, hard pass. You know, there's our appointment setter friends who are a little too aggressive, right? Where they're like 50 appointments, you know, no time at all. And you're like, whoa, don't want, don't need, right? But then there's the flip side of that where the people are like, eh, you know, maybe I thought you could. And it's just real passive and wishy-washy. Nobody wants to do business with somebody who is passive and wishy-washy. And again, this doesn't mean we're aggressive. This doesn't mean that we're pitching people in the DMs, but I need you to show up in this certain energy, right? And all these other things like stack up on top of each other, you know, short, sweet messages, relevant messages, getting buy-in, right? Like creating that relationship first, right? Before we move in, it creates this confidence, creates this energy. We're like, I know that I'm good at what I do. You may or may not be a fit. You may not need it. You may not want it. The timing may not be right, but I'm good. And if people don't get that, I'm good at what I do energy from you. When you hop into their inbox, then they're not going to want to do business with you. You just become a nuisance at that point in the game. And I hate to say that, but it's true because there's a ton of people. I'm sure if you go through your messages and you're like, why did this not resonate with me? It was the lack of confidence and the lack of certainty in that person that you thought they were even going to be able to help you. So it wasn't the fact that they pitched you and asked you for money too soon. It wasn't that their targeting was off. It was because they were wishy-washy in their messaging and nobody is giving you money if you're wishy-washy in your messaging. Not a thing, right? And then the sixth and final reason why your DMs aren't working and the one that's probably going to piss you off the most is the volume. It's the volume, you know? Um, and and I, I have a whole series coming about this is most people grossly underestimate the volume that is required to be successful. And this is volume across the board, right? So we live in an instant gratification world, right? Like <laughs> Amazon Prime show up in, you know, 24 hours, same day delivery, give it to me now, million dollar overnight. There's no effort required and you're just going to be a fucking millionaire, right? We've all heard that before. And most of us don't buy it. However, we still want results with very minimal effort. And this isn't the energetic part of like results with very minimum effort. This is, I want to be able to send five DMs a day and sign eight new clients a month. That's not going to happen that happen, right? The volume that it takes, the, the reps that you need to run to master this, to master anything, not just your DMs, right? To master content, to master messaging, to master. I mean, there's so many things in business that we need to master and the volume of reps that we need to take to actually master anything is so much higher than what most of us are willing to do, right? Like I love this in an in, in athlete example, you know, do you think that Michael Jordan was pissed off? that he had to practice every single day for like two, three, five hours a day. Like the volume of practice to be a professional is remarkable. And what we want to do as newbies <laughs> is we want, we want Michael Jordan's success, but we're not willing to put in the volume of work that Michael Jordan was willing to put in, you know? And so we get frustrated and we're like, oh, I'm reaching out to like three to five new people a day and it's not really working. Of course it's not working. Of course it's not working. First of all, our expectation is somewhere around a 20% response, right? So if you're sending five messages a day, that's 25 a week. I'm bad at math. That's four conversations. That is not four conversations is going to yield you as many clients as you want, right? And this is again, the same with your social media content, with your emails, with your podcast, with your webinar, anything that you are trying to do to master in your sales and marketing. If you have not done it to the point of mastery, if you have not done it in enough volume to be successful, then you're likely not going to get optimum performance, 
right? Like Michael Jordan isn't getting, and, and I understand, I don't know why I chose a retired athlete, like whatever, but do you know what I'm saying? Like Michael Jordan didn't get to peak performance by only practicing for 10 minutes a day because that was all he had time for because he was real busy, right? Like how many entrepreneurs, I'm talking to you right now, like you personally, I said, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for my own sales and marketing. Could you imagine a professional athlete? I'm sorry, I'm in a soapbox right now, friends. Could you imagine a professional athlete being like, I got a lot to do. I got a lot to do. I don't have time. I don't have time to practice. Free throws, not for me. Don't have time for that. I got too much other shit. I got to go over here and meal prep. I don't have time to shoot free throws. Like what the, what the actual, that's insane. That is insane. But we do that to ourselves in business. Like I don't have time for that, right? I don't have time. What? What do you mean you don't have time? You don't have time to master the thing? Like, again, like shooting free throws. Like, you don't have time to master shooting free throws? It's more important for you to meal prep than shoot free throws and you're trying to win a championship, right? It's more important for you to be over here, like, pecking around in your books and playing around with your systems and processes and operations than for you to learn how to sell? Because if you don't learn how to sell, you don't need systems and processes and operations and any, you don't need that, right? Like, Michael Jordan's meal prep, not mandatory. If he can't make free throws... If he can't show up and play a game, but we, again, as humans, we're like, eh, you know, I tried it a little bit, dipped my toe in, did it once or twice, didn't work for me. Therefore, this whole thing doesn't work for me. So the volume is so low. And I mean, my team and I, we just had this conversation last week. Like our volume is low. We've gotten a little cocky. I'm not going to lie to you, right? Like, right, we're doing pretty good. We got a lot of inbound coming in right now. You know, like we've gotten a little cocky. Our outbound volume isn't high enough. Our, you know, I like to say that in our world, it's about 50-50 outbound versus inbound. But like right now, we're kind of inbound heavy. We've gotten a little cocky and a little arrogant. We've gotten a little out of practice. And I share that with you because it's normal, right? It happens. You get moving fast and all of the things. But really, at the end of the day, the volume of anything, it takes to master it. Whether it is, like I said, DMs, whether it's posting on social media, whether it's writing emails, whether it's even like the service delivery that you do for your clients, the volume of it that you need to do to be excellent at it is probably significantly higher than the Google on the internet told you it was going to be. So I'm just going to break all your little hearts right now and tell you that it's going to take a lot of failure and a lot of trial and error. And that doesn't have to be bad. It doesn't take years to learn, right? I'm not saying like, call me in five years. Let me know how this goes. But if we would actually show up and do the reps every single day, we would get better, faster and faster. We'd start to see those compound effect of our results. But again, I get people telling me they're sending three to five messages a day and they're really actually only doing that three or four days a week. Therefore, right, they're, they're not getting where they want to go. They're not getting the compound effects of their efforts. And so the volume isn't yielding the results that they want. And then they blame it on the strategy or the tactic or the idea instead of the idea that I just didn't show up strongly enough and boldly enough and persistently enough to get what I want. And that is causing problems for all of us across the board as business owners, okay? So why are your DMs not working? One, they're too long, right? Two, they're not relevant. You're targeting the wrong people. Three, you are making assumptions instead of providing insight and asking for permission. Four, you are asking for too much too fast. You're trying to get married on the first date. Nobody wants that. Five, your lack of certainty, your lack of confidence is an issue. And then number six, the volume right? The volume is not there. We have got to practice. We have got to put in the reps. So that's why your DMs aren't working. So if you're like, why what? this lady, she talks about DMs all the time. There's so many people on social media, especially if you hang out on LinkedIn that are all about outreach and conversations. And you're like, I've tried it and it didn't work. If any of those five things or six things are an issue for you, go back, tweak that. If you want help with it, guys, this is literally what we do. So feel free, hop into my inbox. Um, let's talk about it, right? Like, let's talk about it. I, like I said, without a shadow of a doubt, fully 110% understand, believe 
believe have factual information to tell you that outbound messaging, DMs, selling in the DMs can work and it can work at a really high volume when you master it. So if you have a question about it, feel free to reach out. Otherwise, thank you guys for being here and I'll see you all next week. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening to content and conversations. If this was helpful for you, I would love if you would follow along, subscribe, leave a review and share it with your friends and we'll see you next week.